This is James Walker and welcome to Real Talk Real People. This is the podcast that turns the mic over to everyday people to hear what they have to say about the issues and problems we face as a society. Hello folks, thank you very much for joining us again this week. The conversation is about money, but just not any money, scholarship money. There is nothing more important than getting an education to get ahead in life. So we're going to jump ahead to the year 2022 to give young black men about to graduate high school a heads up that scholarship money awaits them. As you've heard, my guest today is Ed Stowe Jr. He is the vice chairman of scholarships for Alpha Phi Alpha. And he says that his fraternity has four $2,500 scholarships to give away, but sometimes finding young men to apply is very difficult. So let's hear what he has to say and what it takes for someone you know to get that $2,500 in their pocket to help them with their educational needs. My name is Ed Stowe Jr. And uh, I'm a member of the Fairfield County Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated and um, the vice chair of the scholarship committee. And we are providing scholarships to uh, black men who are gonna be attending colleges. Okay, and what is the criteria for a young man to qualify to get a scholarship? Um, the criteria is, well, community service, um, obviously good character, and we're looking for someone with a 2.8, as close to 3.0 as possible minimum. Um, somebody who's motivated, somebody who's really doing a lot of things, and maybe is not getting all the recognition they, you know, they maybe deserve. Very been, I'm quite sure a lot of them don't even know how to go out, how to go about reaching out to see if scholarships are available to them. So how do they uh, apply for a scholarship with your fraternity? They would go to our website, ZetaPhiLambda.com. Okay. And apply right on there. And okay. it's an annual scholarship. So, um, it, you know, so every time we um, are offering it, is, it comes around this time of year, every year. Okay, and how many scholarships do you give out? We generally give out three, sometimes it's four. It's three to four, depending on, you know, the year. And is it a scholarship that, uh, what does it pay for? Or is it a scholarship just to make sure these young men have some money in their pockets? It's really to give them a little bit of money to, you know, to help them out as they're going. Sure. They're $2,500, um, which we just raised it up. It used to be um, it's been like a thousand in the past, so we just raised it up. And well, that's, we've... that's a significant amount. I think um, any young man, I know when I was in college, someone handed me a thousand five hundred dollars. I would have mm -hmm. been very, very happy. So yes. now does ex accepting this uh, scholarship, do the, does it come with strings? Do they have to uh, join your fraternity or anything other than just being a good student and doing the other things like community service and so forth? No, there's no obligation to join a fraternity. Um, obviously, we'd love it if they were interested, but no, there's no obligation to do that. Um, and what we're trying to do is maintain contact with them. Uh, last couple of years, 
we've had former recipients come in and actually speak at the award ceremony, um, which is something we would have maintained, but obviously last year we had to do it very different. Because of but, COVID. Yeah, because of COVID. But prior to that, we actually have a uh, brunch. And um, they come there and we actually had it at a really nice country club. And um, there's food, there's music and speeches. And uh, we'd like to have the young men come, you know, and speak. And we've had former recipients come speak also. Now, when I talked to you previously, you said that it was sometimes hard to find young men to give these scholarships to. Yes. Why do you think it's so hard? I think it's a twofold process. One, I think they probably don't know that the scholarship is available. So we're trying to promote that. And then a lot of it is follow through. Some of the, uh, some of the people just haven't been applying. Yeah, I, I think, I, but I think maybe the reason for that is, you know, some of these things, you know, people tend to think it's gonna be so difficult. It's gonna be a long trudge to do this or do that mm -hmm. before. And then you don't know if you're even gonna be successful in getting it. I don't think people understand just, it's just a matter of an application uh, talking with someone and it's a pretty simple and easy process uh, based on what you're telling me. Well, I mean, we can, we're only giving out four, but to apply for it, it doesn't take any more effort than filling out the application online. I mean, there's an essay, but you know, anything uh, worthwhile, you put a little effort into. $2,500. I think you could put a little, you could put a little effort. Into I would, I would think they should. Yeah. Yeah. I would think, yeah, I would yeah. think you would want to. Well, yes. What can you tell me about belonging to a fraternity? Do you think that helps create better and more rounded men by joining a fraternity and becoming part of what that fraternity is about? Most definitely. Um, our fraternity initially started out as a study group for black men at Cornell University in 1906. And they found it as a support system for each other. And as the years have gone on, um, it got larger and larger and larger and became international. And some significant people have joined our fraternity, uh, Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, former New York City Mayor David Jenkins. Those are uh, legacies that you can be yeah, proud so of. Court Justice, Thurgood Marshall. Wow, okay. That's, um, that's a, those are pretty significant men who've made some pretty significant contributions to this yeah. country. So, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a legacy you guys should definitely just be uh, very proud of. What are some of the things that you do as a fraternity for the betterment of the community? We do a lot of community service, actually. Um, now, I joined in college, but then after college, I've been more active in the graduate chapter. Um, here in Fairfield County, we do a lot of mentoring programs. Um, we've done programs to feed uh, the homeless. We've also done something where we've helped out with um, back to school with backpacks for kids. We've done uh, Christmas giveaways. And we've also done um, feeding the home, excuse me, feeding veterans who are down. So there's several things that we do. So maybe I should give you a call. I'm a veteran. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what branch of the service were you in? I was in the Navy. I was oh, in the fantastic. Navy. And I can say that uh, being a veteran has always served me well. And it's one of the things that I wish some of these young men would do is join the service because I believe that 
a lot of the problems we have are they never leave the area that they're in and they mm -hmm. don't see what else is out here and that there are plenty of black men who are successful and doing good things. So I think that um, that is one of the reasons why I always urge if, uh, young men, if you're not, if you don't have a goal, if you don't have a plan right now, join the service, you'll see the world, you'll, you know, you'll, uh, you'll just have a better understanding of, um, of life, so to speak. I wholeheartedly so, agree. And thank you for serving. I have a cousin that's in the, um, that's in the Air Force. I have another one that's in, it's in the Army. Yeah, and he wasn't sure. College wasn't what he was really, you know, geared for. And he went in the service, and he's doing quite well. He's doing quite well. Now, what are you finding that um, some of the young Black men are, are there more Black men going to college now than ever before? I know that women, Black women, far exceed us going to college and so forth. But it looks like black men yeah. are beginning yeah. to turn the corner and coming up a little bit. Um, what, what have you seen? Uh, I think they are going more. I'm, I'm more of an optimist. So when I spoke to you before, when you, we only hear bad news, but I right. think there's more good news than bad news. Yes, I do, we're too. Hearing about the ones who aren't going, I think the ones that are going, we're not they're not getting publicized. Um, a couple of friends of mine who are in sororities, black sororities, uh, kind of told me about young men they knew who were headed to college. And they, she wanted me, they wanted me to speak to these men, just to, you know, these young men graduated from high school, doing right. the right thing. I've friended them on Facebook. I talk to them every now and then. So I think they are going. We just don't hear about it. You're listening to Real Talk, Real People, the podcast that turns the mic over to everyday people. We just don't we just don't hear about it yeah we you know the media and and i am part of that i am part of the media tend to always zero in on the crime you know mm -hmm. the, the absent father all the all the negative things about black men and there's just too many positive things about black men that are just not brought brought to the um forefront now um like my nephew, which I um, talked to you about, he is going to an all black college. In mm. order for um, young men to get this scholarship, do they have to attend a black university or, no, or any university? No, it college they apply to. Can they go to a two year college first and then on to a four year college? Can they go to community college first and then on? Yeah, once you apply, I mean, you get the scholarship based on your achievements. Okay. So it's not based on where you're headed, it's based on what you've done. Okay. As long as you're headed to college. I think that we need to publicize the black men that are doing the right thing. Um, we had this conversation when we spoke on the phone. Right. Uh, I do think there probably are more black women going to college, but that doesn't mean that the black men who are going don't deserve attention. You Do you have any indication of what some of the um, uh, young black men who are going to college are studying? Because I noticed that many women go into social services. They're, mm -hmm. They tend to go into social services. Is it the same with Black men? Do, do they tend to lean toward fields that are in sociology or? Um, well, the ones that uh, have, have been awarded the scholarships 
a lot of them are, uh, some of them are going into medicine, some are going into engineering, um, some technology. Um, and I think those are good fields and there are definitely fields that I would like to see more black men in. I, I quite frankly, I'm one of those people I would like to see less black people in the social services and, yes. in more <laughs> fields, and in more fields. I know that when I was going to college and I was in my twenties and so forth, social services was the big thing. But of course, if you went mm -hmm. into social services, you didn't earn any money. Just like, yeah, those, just like those of us who went into journalism, <laughs> we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't earn any money, you know? But um, so I would like to see um, young black men just branch out into other fields. There is a man right now who wants me to do a podcast on um, the field of drones. And he mm. says, what is a wide open field for young men? But my problem with that is that there's a charge for this service for learning and so forth. And oh. I tend not to like to push you yeah, know, yeah. You know, it's a good, it's a good field, fine, but I don't want to push your business. You right. know, I, I, you know, I, and, and I, and I, I don't want to say that per se that I don't want to push your business. I mm -hmm. don't want to tell young black men do this, and then it turns out it's not a really a good thing for them because I believe that we have to take positive, careful steps. You right. know, too many black men go into things and then find out that it's not what they thought. They become mm -hmm. very depressed and then they stop and don't move on. So, yes, I, I so I do think that there are some fields out here that young black men um, should explore. And um, I eagerly tell them, you know, explore some of these alternative options other than social services. Yeah, and, exactly. I wish my nephew, but he's going to study psychology. <laughs> he wow. wants to well, study psychology. He can, well there. he can do well there. He can do well there. And I think it's one of the things I push for is more mental health services for um, Black kids, you know, because um, uh, many Black kids just grow up in very traumatic situations. They're seeing gunshots and people's bodies on the ground and so forth. And I just think that there's definitely a need there for mental health. Uh, does your fraternity um, ever hold like group sessions for um, young black men to, you know, to talk about different fields and so forth? We actually are doing that now. We're doing um, some videos on that and I can let you know how to access those later. I'll talk to the, uh, the chairman in charge of that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they, we are doing interviews with people in certain fields. Um, because we have a very diverse, very diverse um, group of men in this chapter. And I think that's important. I think that's important, particularly for a lot of young black men to see black men in these, in these different fields that, they, that are just not associated with black men. Too many of us are quite frankly associated with McDonald's and fast food and yes. nonsense. It's, uh, it's, I was senior editor at the New Haven Register that I retired in that position. But I would talk to people and I would say, they said, what do you do? Uh, what kind of work do you do? I work for the New Haven Register. Oh, and they automatically assumed I was in delivery. Automatically assumed I was delivering papers. Wow. Or, you know, and so forth. And when I would say that, no, I'm the senior editor of the paper. They say, oh, good for you. I want to get away from that type of thing where we're in these different fields. People are shocked. It shouldn't yes. be a shock. We all go to the same schools. And mm -hmm. I guess this yeah, is your yeah, son. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, and I guess that's what they call photobombing. Is that is that? Yeah, he's photobombing. You know, you I'll have talk to talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> you have to keep up with these expressions. It's, yes. <laughs> it's, it's so forth. So I, I guess you're going to make sure that young man has a scholarship too. <laughs> oh yes, he likes to read and he likes math and he loves school. So we caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah, that's good. How many kids do you have? Just him. Just him. I had him late. I had him at 49. Yeah, but you know, I have to be frank. I think in a lot of cases, it's much better for kids to, for you to have done what you want to do before you start having kids. I think that is just, it is just so important. <laughs> this is James Walker. How Hi, you? how you doing? My wife, Sarah. Hi, you nice doing? meeting you. Okay. Nice meeting you as well. Right. So you got the whole family there. Yeah. Everybody's checking checking you I out. The, I left the door open so there's no what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it could come to that. I know we could come to that. Yeah. Well, my podcast runs about 18 to 20 minutes, and I think we're at that time already. So I is there anything else you want to move on to? Anything else you want to um sum this up in any kind of way? I would just like to say that we would love to help those young men who are striving for advanced education. Um, positive role models are, are definitely what we're looking for, and we'd love to support them. And it's we do try to stay in contact with them while they're in school. Um, the other thing is we need to hear more positive stories about Black men. We do. Yes, we do. We do. We need more positive stories about Black men. And that's what prompted me to call you. I'm going to actually reach out to some of the um, teachers that I know mm -hmm. and, and, and just tell them what you've told me and say, listen, they've got three to four scholarships that are available, you know, and I'm going to urge them to find the young black men who could possibly compete for this and, mm -hmm. get, and get in touch with, um, and get in touch with your um, organization through the website. Now, is there, now, is it only the website or do you, you guys have a contact person that people can talk to or do you just prefer it's, to go through? We prefer you go through the website. Okay. Because our deadline is actually coming up. It's We just extended it to April 10th. Oh, this is an annual thing. Okay. So if some, if they have some kids who weren't able to apply this year, we always have next year and the year after and the year after. Okay. So uh, this is something I, I want to promote every single year. You've been listening to Real Talk, Real People. If you would like to be on the show, have a comment about the show, or perhaps you have an idea that the show should explore, give us a call at 203-605-1859 or email us at realtalkrealpeoplect at gmail.com. And remember, start your Sundays with my column in Hearst, Connecticut newspapers statewide and start your Mondays right here at Real Talk, Real People. Have a good week, folks. We'll talk again next week.